Hello, we are Becky and Gabby, your micropolitan matchmakers, coming at you every Thursday to help you find big love in your small town. Each week, we'll cover everything from dating advice, dating love stories, and horror stories, interviews with other dating experts, and much more, all from the lens of dating in a small to medium-sized micropolitan region. Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Gabby. And we are the Micropolitan Matchmakers. We're so excited. This is our first podcast. Insert laugh track, clap track, audience track here. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) So um, we have been thinking about this for a while and we're so excited to finally pull the trigger on it. Um, And I want to give you a little bit of an intro to what you can expect with this podcast. And Becky and I are pretty much going to just dive right into um, conversation pretty soon. So on this podcast, we're going to be covering everything from dating advice, especially for daters in small to medium sized cities, um, talk about dating love stories and horror stories. And we're going to be interviewing other dating experts and so much more. Um, Again, all from the lens of dating in a small to medium-sized town, hence the name Micropolitan Matchmakers. Uh, So each week we will share our heart takes for dating. So the things that you need to know in order to be successful in dating and relationships, followed by a deeper dive into a topic or an interview with a special guest. So um, we do have a heart take prepared for you today. And uh, Becky is going to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so our heart takes will be everything from advice to the types of places maybe to check out for a first date or to meet new people. And this week, one thing that I wanted to talk about, because I do think, especially um, while COVID is still very much a factor in so many of our lives and where we live um, in cities large and small, that a lot of us are relying on apps for dating. And I think um, whether you are meeting people in real life or on an app, One of the best tips I've ever been given and something that really helped me in my dating life um, was to get extremely clear on what you are looking for. And certainly dating different types of people is a way to do that. And you kind of learn your lessons from the different folks that that you go out with or have relationships with. But um, one activity I work on with my dating coaching clients is to actually sit down and make a list and really think through past relationships visualize your future relationship, what you want, what you want to feel like, and write down that list of must-haves, deal breakers. And I always say you can do a nice to have list too, things that maybe aren't uh, you know, absolutely necessary, but would be nice to have in a future partner. And those aren't things like, I hope they're six foot five and have a six pack. Um, certainly those are nice to haves for some of us, um, but really like think through your interests, your values. What are those things you want to share with another person? Because that way, uh, when you're going and making your dating profile apps, you can get a lot more clear on what you're looking for and be super honest. And I have some friends and we'll probably interview at least one of them that I have in mind thinking about this. Gabby's nodding. She knows who I'm talking about. Uh, But I have some friends and, and myself who have employed this tactic. And while it did initially, I think result in some less matches, um, the quality of my first dates went up because I was really upfront before we even started talking about what I wanted in a partner. Um, and those things you can kind of weed out in conversation or even as you're swiping through, depending on the app and how much you can see about a person. So that's my heart take for this week. Totally want to get Gabby's thoughts on that or if see if you've uh, employed that tactic yourself, Gabby. 
I actually have recently. So um, as some of you might know, I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I um, did work with a dating coach for about three months, which I would highly recommend. And part of that coaching um, was getting really clear of what I was looking for, literally writing on paper, um, what type of person I could see myself with, you know, what values are um, the most important for me to look for in a person. Um, And I think that has at first it kind of felt silly. I was like, you know, it kind of feels like everybody's looking for the things that I was writing down. Um, but then I became a little bit more specific and the people that I've been meeting, um, whether it had been online or people I was introduced to, I could tell right away whether or not it was worth like me pursuing a date with them, um, or moving forward past a first or second date. Um, so it has been really helpful for me. And um, I think it's a really important tactic for people to use. I mean, especially like if you're going to be working with a dating coach or a matchmaker, um, they're probably going to be asking you, you know, what exactly are you looking for? And it's important to have that um, idea if you're looking for a serious relationship. And, you know, there are some things that I think people find, uh, think that they might be um, either silly or, or even um, a little bit like quote unquote vain that they're afraid to put down. Um, but you know, someone that I worked with recently, he's super, super active and very, very fit and runs marathons off the cuff, like for fun. This is someone who really enjoys fitness. And I think he was a little bit, um, almost embarrassed to say that he wanted someone who was fit, but if those are activities you want to do together, that makes sense. And I think the other note on that is he's upholding and embodies that thing that he is looking for in someone else. He's not, you know, at home not doing anything or playing video games all day no shade on that if that's what you like to do that's something you can share with a partner but he's looking for someone that matches a quality that he has in himself and so I think it's okay to put those those interests and those things down um Gabby and I have another mutual friend who hates to hike and she literally put that in her dating profile which people laugh at but it's such a big thing here where we live um in our medium-sized region um because there's so many like mountains and um times to hike places to hike nearby that that's something a lot of people like to do so she kind of cut the that out uh, and you know told those folks to move on and that's Okay, because well, it's a lifestyle thing. Exactly. It's exactly. like, are we gonna like doing the same things? Do we live a similar lifestyle? Like that really is important. Having different activities, I think, is really important too. Like, certainly, you don't need to do everything together, but um, some of those big things, you know, maybe you really like to go to the movies because you want to have a shared experience, and you want to do that with your partner so you can have that shared experience. Some people hate the movies. Some people hate live music. Some people hate to fish. Some people love to fish. There's, you know, such a spectrum out there. But when you put it out there, especially as you're weeding through folks in a, in a medium or smaller town, like I, I just think it's so, you know, it's, it's a tactic I recommend for everyone, but it's so, so important um, when your pool is maybe a little bit smaller. Um, it, it just helps you kind of weed out, weed out those folks. And you see a lot of the same ones over and over again on the apps too. <laughs> so you know who to swipe uh, through a little bit more quickly as you're going on the, the app experience. Definitely. So um, the next thing that we are going to dive into um, is kind of like the meat of our podcast pack podcast today. And it's like how we arrived here. Um, so some of you, um, maybe not all of you, if you're a first time listener, if you've just come across our podcast, um, we started Capital Heart Connection back in February. We launched on Valentine's Day, actually. And um, Becky and I had been thinking about a concept similar to this for a while before we decided to actually take action and launch it. But we are located in the capital region of New York, 
um, upstate New York, um, Albany, and, uh, and around that region, um, the capital. So um, we decided we wanted to create this community of people who are searching for love um, within the capital region um, via in-person events. Um, and we have been growing our community over the past few months. And with that, we have um, attracted people from other cities across the country, like literally as far as California, um, of people who are also living in regions similar to the capital region in terms of size, um, what we call micropolitan. And um, they want what we have, capital heart connection. So um, yeah, that's kind of how, how we got to this. And Becky came up with this genius name, Micropolitan Matchmakers. And I'll, and I'll let her talk a little bit more about that. Well, and I should give some credit for the term micropolitan. I first heard that um, from a mutual friend of mine and Gabby's who started a co-working space locally and more of a community actually than, than just a co-working space um, who is also targeting micropolitan cities for her model. And, you know, the more Gabby and I talked and we're both members of that um, palette cafe and community, um, you know, this idea of things that big cities have access to that smaller and medium-sized regions don't, um, matchmaking, dating, coaching, I feel like our, there's a, a huge gap there. We both feel like there's a huge gap there. And that was sort of the idea behind Capital Heart Connection. And as soon as we launched that, we realized there was a much bigger need and desire and thirst for this type of content and information and events and activities. So we really wanted to start putting something together that um, could reach beyond our capital region borders. We love the capital region. You'll hear us talk certainly, um, you know, about lots of places and fun things to do around here. But we also both love to travel, Gabby in particular. And so this also offers an opportunity for us to hopefully connect um, with all of you out there in other cities and regions. Um, you know, we welcome the big city folks too. Hopefully we'll get some listeners, you know, from, from some of those larger metropolitan areas as well. But this kind of feeds our desire to learn about new communities and help champion small businesses and help connect people to themselves um, to build confidence and then to one another to hopefully help find their person. So we're really excited to launch this platform to help all of you find your big love even in your small city. I love it. I'm so excited. So like Gabby, I feel like we should probably go into like a little bit just about us and our dating statuses and histories. Do you want to get vulnerable and kick that off for us? Have the next seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, um, Capital Heart Connection actually isn't my first business venture. Um, I've had a few um, that I still am working on. And um, I really wanted to become an entrepreneur after spending about five and a half months in Europe traveling around. And um, prior to that, I left a job that left me very unfulfilled. And I realized I wanted to start something on my own, something I was really passionate about. Um, and so, and also to allow me more flexibility to travel, which I clearly love doing. Um, and so that's kind of how I became an entrepreneur. Everything that I do is really rooted in um, economic develop development, um, supporting developing cities, um, and tourism, and all of that is really a huge part of Capital Heart Connection too, and Micropolitan Matchmakers especially. So um, that's kind of what I do for work. I also um, have been investing in real estate, which has been really fun. So if you ever want to chat about that, I would love to. Um, it's something I've I started doing last year. Um, I just bought my second home, a multifamily home. So um, that's been really fun and crazy, especially today. Had some issues, but we're <laughs> um, 
In terms of dating, um, it's been really hard for me to date um, within this region. And uh, that was another thing that kind of sparked my my need and my want to build this with Becky. Um, I was in a relationship from when I was 13 to about 22 years old, like during very formative years of mine. Um, and that is the only serious relationship I've ever been in. Um, and I think a lot of that is due to the fact that, again, like that was such a, a period of growth in my life. And I was in a relationship for all of high school, all of college. And so I think that I've just been using this time over the, I'm 29. So over the last seven years to just like truly learn what it's like to be by myself, to be independent, to like find love from within. Um, and of course I've dated many, many people over those seven years, but I haven't really found somebody um, who I've connected with on a level where I really wanted to like dive into a committed relationship. Um, I took a little bit of a hiatus from dating um, a few months ago. Things were just crazy in my professional life and I wasn't feeling energized. Um, and then I've met a couple of people over the last month or so who have kind of re-energized me. Um, and I think, again, it's becoming it's because I was becoming more clear of what I was actually looking for. And um, I wasn't, you know, feeling like I was wasting my time because I was dating people who I actually was connecting with and who were actually people who... Um, checked the box of a lot of things that I was looking for. I'm actually going on a date tonight. Woo-woo. Becky set up. So Capital Heart Connection works because <laughs> so we will see. I will keep you posted on how that goes. We have some major matchmaking aspirations. We're, we're working on how to do that in a more formal way, but it, we have been able to at least uh, introduce some really fun conversations between people um, in the hopes that they will lead to more. And we've had plenty of dates. I don't know if we have any relationships yet, but we've had plenty of dates come mm -hmm. out and that's a success and lots of friendships. It's been really cool to see that kind of fostered as well. So we'll definitely get into some more um, of those stories as we continue on our podcast journey. Very fulfilling. So Becky, what about you? Yeah, so a little bit about me. I'm a tad bit older than Gabby and have been dating for a very long time as well. I'm 35 um, in my day-to-day -day job. I actually do have a nine-to-five um, role that I, I love and am very excited about and feel very lucky to have. I run um, the community relations team for a large local financial institution. So I um, really get to fulfill my purpose, which I think, you know, in my life, I love to be a connector. And I think that's why I was put on this earth to connect people to themselves, to connect people to one another. And even um, now in my role, um, my full-time role, I get to connect um organizations that help people in need in our region with the resources to help them grow and thrive. And that is something that's also really fulfilling. Um, but I've been having so much fun on this journey with Gabby. Um, this is my second entrepreneurial adventure. I did um, for a little bit have my own consulting firm with digital marketing and social media, but not gonna lie, uh, this dating stuff is way, way more fun. And um, in addition, and or I guess as a part of this journey, I also recently launched um, a dating coaching business that is tied to Micropolitan Matchmakers, Capital Heart Connection. It's all related. It's all one, but I've been really enjoying um, working with my very first two clients on helping them get clear on their dating journey. And that's been so, so much fun and so fulfilling. So I'm excited to grow that too. And uh, if there's any of you out there interested in what that's like, um, we'll definitely do a full episode on that for sure. moving forward. Um, in terms of my own dating journey, um, I was a bit of a late bloomer in terms of dating. I really didn't date at all through high school and college. 
I was a super joiner in all sorts of activities. I was a theater kid. I was a sorority woman. Um, you know, I, I got very involved in all of that and um, really, and then went to, straight to grad school and worked full time and went to grad school part time right after college. So it wasn't until I moved home at about the age of 26 back to the capital region um, that I really started kind of putting some effort into that part of my life. Um, I have not had a ton of really long-term relationships. My longest um, relationship was about nine months and that was long distance. Um, and since then I've had, um, you know, a few more, I'm definitely more of a, a monogamist. I'm not a big like date multiple people at once kind of person. Um, but I've had a, you know, a series of kind of like three to six month relationships um, up until right before, um, and I guess a little bit during COVID. Um, and then I took a break and spent a lot of time during the pandemic, more of the lockdown phase, um, really getting clear, uh, working with a life coach, um, doing a lot of reading, a lot of journaling, a lot of meditating, um, a lot of visualizing and vision boards. I mean, I really went hard on the manifesting and as Gabby knows, uh, my style could be a, considered a bit woo-woo as some people like to say, but to me it works. Um, and I'm actually very happily in a, you know, four months so far relationship with someone that I met kind of right coming out of the pandemic. Um, we met on a dating app. Um, we did not actually meet at a Capricorn Connection event, which is, you know, that's the one downside of our meet cute story was that it didn't take place um, at one of our events. But um, it did, I think, come about from the freedom and the excitement around starting Capricorn Connection and Micropolitan Matchmakers with Gabby, because the more we talk about being single and not being ashamed of it and not being, uh, you know, sad and kind of chasing a relationship just to have one, but saying like, you know, I love my life. I'm having a great time. I've worked on my career. I live in a place that I love. Um, you know, I have a great friend circle and now it's time to see who can add to that and not just seek mm -hmm. something for the sake of having a partner was a really huge step for me. Um, so you will hear about the boyfriend. Uh, I don't, I have permission, I think, to share his name is Brendan. So you'll hear about him um, and some of our adventures, I'm sure, on the podcast, but he is wonderful. And I think I should share too, I know I'm rambling, but um, kind of a fun, small to medium-sized dating town story because you do tend to see um, some of the same people on apps. It's really fun when you do, do this as a community of friends, if you have other single friends. Um, we're a little too small at the moment. I know there's apps out there that kind of allow you to do that more formally, but our friend Fran was on Hinge a few weeks prior to me getting back on Hinge. She was ready to start dating um, post-vaccination a little bit more quickly than I was. So I was a couple weeks behind her and, um, you know, she was on the app and, and saw this person who she connected with. And as she read his profile, she said, well, he just sounds more like a Becky guy. And she texted me a few screenshots and I was like, yeah, he's like, super cute. He likes to write. He has a dog. I'm like he's right up my alley, he likes poetry. Some of those weird things that not everyone is as into as I am. Um, so she actually sent him my number and he did not respond. But uh, I think it was three or four weeks later when I got on Hinge, I connected with the same person and that person is now my boyfriend. So Fran still likes to take, uh, so we still have a meet cute. Fran likes to take credit for that as well. She should, she spotted him and knew right away that uh, he was a, a Becky in quotes, Becky guy. Uh, so, and he is. And he is. <laughs> and he is. 
Well, date with your friends because that can be really fun. I feel like it's easy to do that when you're out and about, but we don't always think to do that on dating apps. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's one really fun thing of being in a smaller community, I think. So that's my little meet cute story with uh, me and Mr. Brendan. I love it. I <laughs> meet him in person. I haven't met him in person, guys. Only virtually, I know. Only virtually. So, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Maybe I can, I, don't, I was going to say, maybe I can get him to be a guest, but I, I don't yes. think, I don't think this is his bag, but we'll see. We can be on video, but then we just won't have him on video. Change his voice a little like they do on those <laughs> pre-talks. I love it. So I am so excited to be on this journey and to start this podcast off. Becky and I, I feel like every conversation we have, even privately, should be recorded and like developed into a podcast. So this is just a more formalized way to do that. Um, so we are so excited. And um, Becky came up with a really great idea that at the end of each of our podcast sessions, um, we will talk about reader letters. So Becky, do you want to talk a little bit more about what that is? Yes, as my dog gets really excited about that segment as well. <laughs> you will also, I'm sure, hear both of our dogs uh, along the way on this podcast. We'll try to edit out where possible. Um, but yeah, so for reader letters, um, we thought it would be fun to either do um, questions or stories or maybe a little bit of each um, at the end of every episode. So if you have a terrible horrible, funny, hilarious dating story of dating in a small town or a big city. At this point, bad date stories are bad date stories and we love them. Um, send that in to us and we might just read it on air. If you have a fun, uh, wonderful love story that has a very happy, fun, um, I won't say ending, but a, a happy point to share with us because um, all love is a journey and your ending is not just being in a relationship or getting married. Um, so share those with us, we'd love to hear them. And if you have a question and are looking for some advice or potentially a makeover of your, of your dating profile or anything like that, um, we are totally open and want to share those reader journeys with or listener journeys with all of you. So our email address is micropolitanmatchmakers at gmail.com. We'll make sure to put that. <laughs> Gabby's blowing up. Is that your date tonight? No. <laughs> Okay. But that's it. That's what we are so excited to do. So we hope that you will share some stories. You will like, follow, uh, rate us on whatever podcast app you are using. Share the podcast, subscribe, and all of those fun things for our uh, future episodes. We'll hit you up for 30 minutes weekly from here on out. Yes. So excited to be your micropolitan matchmakers. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.